Hey everybody, welcome back to Short-Sighted Cinema. This is episode number three. Today we've got, obviously, me, Corey the host. We've got my wonderful wife, Kelly. Hello. My good bud, Austin. Yo. And his, and his lady, Katie. Hello. Ooh, I didn't mean to rhyme. <laughs> so today's episode, we're going over a 2016 Korean zombie thriller, Train to Busan. So Kelly and I watched this uh, Sunday night, and the Campbells, should I probably censor out your last name? Oh, no. <laughs> nah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, they watched the movie today, and so the emotions are probably a lot more fresh for y'all. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. the movie uh, follows the, uh, the character, and I should go ahead and say I'm not super well-versed in how to pronounce the Korean name, so if I mispronounce them... I sincerely apologize. I was going to say that you probably are pronouncing the title right, whereas I was being a southerner and saying train to Busan. Busan. (laughs) 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 Train to Busan. I love it. Uh, So the story follows a busy businessman by the name of Siakwu and his daughter, Suwon. She's... uh, the two, uh, the man uh, and his wife had split, and she's living with her dad, and he lives with his mom, and she's desperately wanting to go see her mom for her birthday, which is the next day. And uh, he's busy with work, but he tells her that he'll take her anyways, after a lot of convincing. Um, and they end up going, and things quickly go awry. Very um, quickly. They notice that the disease is running, you know, starting, it starts in the, tr- it quickly affects everybody in the train, and there are a lot of different kinds of zombie films. You know, there's things like The Walking Dead where they're a lot more slow and mm-hmm. uh, and brutal. And then you've got things like World War Z where they're very fast and brutal. And this is more on the side of the World War Z. They're, they're, they're pretty strong, but I felt like they did a good job at making them semi-lifelike mm-hmm. in terms of their power. Because, I mean, they were able to hold them back like you would a corpse. Like they're, but, they're stupid, but they're strong, like physically strong. Like our brains, like, you know... You, your jaw has the strength to break your finger, but your brain says, hey, that's not a good idea, and it places limits on you. They don't mm-hmm. have that, so they're able to run at full speed and do some strong stuff, but I felt like it was all within reason, except for the few times yeah. where they all kind of crowded around on each other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when they fell from like airplanes and they survived? But I mean, they don't have any... I mean, they're already dead. True, Do the true. Simpsons reference. Stop, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, throughout, throughout the, the journey, Siokwu learns what it means to be selfless, and he learns the importance of family uh, alongside of a ragtag group of other survivors. Um, and I, more of the plot will come through as we talk. But I was curious as to how... This is my first time watching a Korean film. I've watched Japanese anime before, and there were some similarities, but I felt like it had more along the lines of American cinema than it did anime, which those are two different countries, two different cultures. So, I, I mean, there's only so much comparing I can do there. Uh, they both I'll, had <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they both sure. follow the trope of stupid people in horror movies. It's like, why are you not closing the door? <laughs> Run. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, there was definitely some of that. <laughs> there was some of that, definitely. <laughs> I particularly noticed um, just, you know, it's my first time watching a Korean film as well. Um, 
see, I'm, an, uh, I'm a communications major, and I've been studying, like, uh, cultural communications. And, uh, the, you know, like, Asian cultures, they're a lot more collectivistic, like, they're more other-focused than we are. Not that we're, like, selfish or anything, necessarily. They're just, that's just how their culture is, right? So I felt like the way that the movie was formed kind of represented that. It was, like, it was more spread out over a few characters, even though there was obviously, like, you know, there was that main guy, you know, the dad and the daughter. Mm-hmm. They were the main people, but I felt like it did a good job of focusing on other people, not just them, right? Like, I felt like you got a good depth out of almost every character in there. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. Like, it was cool to see how, like, that that difference in their culture was represented represent. <laughs> represented in their sure. in their media there was a strong theme of sacrifice throughout the film which was i mean it what to me it wasn't very subtle because there were there are a lot of sacrifices in the film which i'm not super into the horror genre and so i but i felt like that was kind of rare yeah like i mean you see sacrifices yeah. but like i felt like it was so I guess, like, back to what you said, Corey, like, the, the, the major theme was, like, selflessness versus selfishness. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt like I wasn't, like, at least the major theme. And uh, so I guess, I guess focusing on that theme, uh, I mean, there's a lot of sacrifices that can be made when you're, when you're talking about that. Because if you're being selfless, obviously, it's sacrifice. Um, but you see the, the main character change a lot. Because um, he meets, you know, he meets that one guy who has a pregnant wife. I don't know his name. Do you know his name, Corey? Um, his name was Sangwa. Sangwa. Which at first, I mean, I didn't like him. Like he seemed like a stuck-up guy. I don't know if y'all felt the same. That's what I thought. <laughs> but then, like, he's like our favorite character. Yeah. Mine too. He had a great like redemption and development. Because I mean, if I was in his shoes, I'd be pretty upset too if someone yeah. almost locked me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My pregnant wife. Well, I'm not. I'm not a you know, <laughs> well, my my yeah, husband if or you know actually prevented me or my wife from getting through. I I would yeah. be livid. So I mean, but because we're baby. seeing it through the eyes of the protagonist, you know, which uh, calling Siakwu a protagonist to the first third is kind of a stretch. But yeah, it was. Uh, I I always liked him though. <laughs> I liked I, him the whole way, even if he was a jerk. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like him like the first like like minute I saw him, yeah. you know. I didn't know I didn't think he was like being jerky, like but I thought he was like just kind of like an annoyed person, I guess mm-hmm. it seemed like. But he was dealing I guess he was just dealing with his grumpy pregnant wife, but you know, I <laughs> I mean I, I, I can't imagine, you know. I mean she was already riding a train and she was pregnant, like but then zombies came, so I don't know. She's having a hard time. <laughs> Uh, the, have y'all watched a lot of horror movies? Yes. Yeah, we've watched. Okay, a lot. so so I'm <laughs> I mean I'm more like into thrillers rather than horror. So certain tropes and things I'm a little more oblivious to. So if I say something that is the opposite of what the trope is, like feel free to correct me. Uh, Campbell's, what would y'all think? Like, wh- how did this compare to other horror movies? I'm not. I- I've only watched a few of them. So like, what would you what would y'all say like in comparison to other ones? Um, I mean, I think it had some similarities because, like, you know, there were some stupid people in most horror movies. A lot of the characters are stupid. Then you have, like, that one, usually, like, a one or two really smart people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I also liked, I told Austin, I like that it got to the point, because I feel like a lot of horror movies, it drags for way too long. And yeah. it's only usually like the last like 30, 45 minutes of the movie where you've got like all the like the thriller stuff, the action, the horror. Right. But a lot of them, it takes like an hour and you have this super slow story. I'm like, get on with it already. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure. But this movie didn't do that. It got to the point pretty quick. I was like, thank you. Yeah. It, I it kept my this. attention the whole way. And yeah, I I've got a short attention span. So a movie doesn't pick up right <laughs> away. Uh, you might lose me, but I it never lost me. Yeah. Not yeah. super it was pretty action packed from front mm-hmm. to from the very beginning to the very end, and yeah, I, I think it it def it had the trope of like stupid people, and then mm-hmm. you already know who's gonna die, like or and when they're gonna die, like they're pretty giving much. yeah hints. That's true. I was I was surprised at how many it killed off. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> too. <laughs> which I, as far as I understand, in in more Eastern media, um, that's that's more frequent. You know, in American movies, normally it's one or two, but it was pretty devastating. Uh, I'm gonna admit, I ugly cried like at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah I will well, say that well, horror movies do end like that, though. Mostly, everyone dies in every horror much. movie, except for like one or two people. Fair Which enough. Fair enough. Um. <clears throat> See, but personally, I, I'm not, see, I the, re, ma, the main reason I don't watch horror movies is because I'm, I'm squeamish about, um, like, seeing other, like, other people hurt. Like, I can't, I can't take it, even if it's fake. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, I watched the first episode of The Walking Dead, and when they, like, the zombies started eating, like, a horse, like, I couldn't take it. <laughs> so, like, and all power to y'all that can take it. I just cannot. <laughs> But, um, I will say usually I do like I like horror and thriller, but usually I think thriller has my attention more. Mm-hmm. If it's especially if it's like the unexpected stuff, jump scares. Oh, sure. I'm not into jump scares. I'm like hey, uh, whatever. Uh, I saw that coming. I yeah. got too much anxiety for that. <laughs> uh, but I did notice in this film a lot of the a lot of the violence was implied, and I liked that personally because. Because I am squeamish about that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it obviously added to the story when it was a zombie movie. But um, I, I like that some of it was implied. And I think the little the, that was in there was well done, you know. Just that's my personal thought. I don't know how uh, y'all as, as horror movie fans uh, <laughs> uh, took how they did. How would y'all compare the, the, the effects, like the makeup and the, I don't know. How would y'all compare that to other movies? I thought the makeup looked really good. I think it did too. I thought like I think uh, it's very realistic. I mean, you could clearly tell that some of it was CGI, but there like, were a few background scenes that were yeah. The CGI was kind of bad, but I attributed that more to the budget than the than the filmmaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The story writing was impeccable. Like, uh, I, like that. It made me, like Corey said, it made him ugly cry. It made me ugly cry. <laughs> and uh, it was, like, you just got really, I, th- I felt like there weren't many two-dimensional characters. I felt like most of them were filled out, at least to the point where you came to like them. Mm-hmm. Which, to mm-hmm. some point, or relate when to it, them. When it comes to action-heavy movies, that's kind of rare because you normally have to pick, do you want a lot of action or do you want character development? You know, where you get, you know, Transformers is one. Downton Abbey's the other, which that's a TV show, but you know, you you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I thought mm-hmm. it did a great job at being able to do both and doing both well. 
Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Jinx, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree that it really showed... Uh, I don't know if this is... See, I haven't seen other Korean films, but I feel like... I guess I'm just I'm just using what what's fresh in my mind, like my community... The, the cultural stuff that I learned, like, I feel like it really is truly representative of their culture. Not that, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of their media, except for, I mean, this is the only thing I've really ever, like, sat down and absorbed. But that they're really keen on including everyone, I feel, and that they're mm -hmm. more, um, they're more, I feel like emotions are more important to them than they are in our culture. Not that they're not important, it's just more so. Um, and we're, you know, we focus some more on self-achievement, which is, is not necessarily a bad or a good thing. It's just different. Um, mm. So I think they focused, which they, they did focus on individual development. I mean, obviously the, the father, you know, he developed a lot as an individual, but I felt like they focused a lot on um, how they work together as a team, too. Like the three mm -hmm. guys, especially, I felt like when the three men broke off, you know, and that, you know, it was like a cool thing, like, you know, they were like the <laughs> yeah. team, one had a baseball bat, and uh, <laughs> one had the knuckles, and the... but anyway. I think the most impressive thing when they were working together is when they were sliding the uh, people across the uh, luggage. Uh, that was cool. The, towards the top, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. There was, was also a there was a more subtle theme of perseverance, you know, along with the selflessness. So the man's daughter, Suwon, um, near the beginning of the film, she had a, a music recital and she didn't finish the song. And uh, he, he tells her, you know, it's better to finish uh, even if you don't want to rather than, you know, it's better than uh, not doing it at all. And uh, as they're walking through this tunnel at the very end, She's in tears, but she's singing that song after her father's died, you know, persevering to the end and also doing it for him. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that, I start like I already I started crying when he died, like because I thought it was emotional. But then when she when I realized that she was singing that song for him, like the tears just started flowing again. And I don't cry during movies very often. I don't know why it hit me so hard, but it did. Mm. How do you how do you think? Uh, how do you feel about like when he died? What he saw? Do you think all of them saw something along that way? Like when he was, when he turned into a zombie, he, he saw like his daughter as a baby and stuff like that. And then when the COO guy was dying, he said something about his mother. So oh. it's like everyone saw something different when they went into the zombie state. So I mean, just I based off that connection. I hadn't thought of that, but based off what you're saying and the two that are, were apparent, it's probably what they what they they wanted most. Yeah. He probably wanted a better connection with his daughter, and um, that guy was a scared child, you know, trying to get to his mom. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the others were, but I, that's what I take it as was. What I don't. They I didn't notice it until the very end. Because well, I really didn't notice until the last guy, and then I thought about the other one, about how he was talking while he was infected, and so then I started to think, well, maybe that is like, and maybe they see what they really want when they're mm -hmm. when it's dark, or if they don't see other humans that are alive, but once they see humans are alive, it like switches. That's when they go into like an insane mode, and 
they just want to go back to whatever they're thinking about or dreaming about at that point. It was a like unique they're in spin. Some forever state. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounded like I mean their their more complex nuances were going away and it was becoming just that core desire. Hmm. That's so interesting. I never yeah. thought of that was good good thought. Yeah, I thought that um uh, I got attached. I mean you get, I thought that they did a good job of, you know, having us get attached to all the characters. And I was um I, it was so sad when the the, the you know the main guy, the baseball player. I forgot do you know his name, Corey? Sorry. Um let me see if I can find it. That's okay. I mean, the baseball, the main baseball player, yeah. and his, his girlfriend, and uh, and then she she got bit, cause, you know, because that's that silly uh, that silly business guy, yeah, COO. Um, and by the way, he killed like tons of people in, inadvertently, like yeah, almost yeah. almost directly, I guess. Yeah, actually, and directly. I think his name was Yong Gook. I think I'm mispronouncing it, so I apologize. And Jin Hee was the girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna pronounce them right. I promise. But <laughs> their romance was 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 kind of touching. Mm-hmm. So they they bond like he wasn't necessarily interested, but they bonded through trauma. Yeah, I, I think it was uh it's kind of interesting how she was really into him at the very beginning, and he was just kind of moving on, but through all the trauma and stuff, and ended up he ended up loving her back, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if it wasn't necessarily a romance love, there was a, I mean, just the, the, the commitment to keeping each other safe was touching. Mm. And he held her as she was going crazy. Oh, it's so. Oh, man. Oh. It, it, it got me my feels. <laughs> I was uh, like, he's really just going to sit there and let her eat him, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there he goes. Uh, after we <laughs> watched the movie love. and we were, yeah. we were uh, very, uh, you know, after we cried a lot, we watched SpongeBob as a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> what else I was gonna do? say, I was gonna say we we definitely have uh, different ways of watching the movies because while you all were getting your feels, me and Katie were like, "Well, they're gonna die." Oh, I'm told jokes you, you're and... gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> like that I hope this person dies next. <laughs> yeah, like we're waiting. <laughs> That's so funny. When the uh, when the older lady opened the door, to that the I didn't understand. Yeah. I was I like, yeah. I really understand that. What do y'all think? Like, what was what was she thinking? Like, what do y'all think she was thinking? I don't know. Well, I thought it was like she was like she saw the CEO guy. All those people kicked out. You know, the people they thought were infected or whatever. And she's like, basically, just like screw this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, That's kind of how like, I took sees it. She's her friend there. She's like, I got nothing to live for. Opens the door. These people don't deserve to live anyway. Just opens the door and gets yeah. them off. That was the closest thing I could think of. It was just a true chaotic <laughs> evil moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was messed up. <laughs> that was the worst part was is the CEO didn't even die. So even then, if yeah. that's what she was gonna do, it didn't even work. <laughs> and then he went off to kill like he killed that that train conductor. Who was like yeah. the nicest guy, and then like he killed a bunch of people on a train, I think, and then and then he killed you know the, the young couple, and I was like, it's like, dude, and then <laughs> with the young couple, all he had to do was shut the door behind him, and he would have saved all of them. And yeah. I was like, I was like, stupid, it's like stupid. So, you had to throw a girl at the zombies. <laughs> it 
you could have just shut the door like what your mama taught you. <laughs> Don't let the air conditioning out. <laughs> That's right. Right, Austin. Don't don't let the zombie nanovirus out. Yeah, raise the zombie nanovirus bill. <laughs> um, I think now would probably be a good time to go over what shorty awards we have. Oh, um, I'll mix it up this time around. I'll go ahead and go first on mine, um, which is greatest product placement, which uh-huh. was not one but two Nintendo Wiis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that, was the, that was the funny part at the very beginning. <laughs> See, who would like to give their award next? Um, mine was the too close to home award, which is uh, huh? at the very beginning when the government is saying, "Trust us, we'll take care of you." Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Like, Thanks. Well put. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, do y'all have an award to give? I don't. I'm not creative when it comes to anything, really. So I couldn't really think of one. That's okay. <laughs> I've been trying to think this whole time, and I'm like, I don't. Uh, I don't if you think know. of one during the rest of it, we can always okay. come back to it. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Sounds yeah, good. No problem. You have one, Kelly. Yes. Um, to the biggest butt award, <laughs> <laughs> the COO. Uh, oh, to yeah. the ladies, Sir Mix a Lot saw. <laughs> yeah, mine wasn't very creative either, but he was—he made me so mad. So, so uh, for people who enjoyed this movie, what other movies would you recommend? For me, I would recommend, even though it's pretty different, A Quiet Place hits a similar flavor to me. I do like that movie? Me too. It's a good it. movie. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. I would uh, I would recommend World War Z if you like this kind of zombies the run all over zombies mm-hmm. that are not like the Walking Dead zombies. Yeah, they're uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog zombies because <laughs> you know they gotta go fast. <laughs> they gotta go fast, and they eat chili dogs. <laughs> just, probably, probably just you know dogs, people. Horses, anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Except, you know, food. You never see a zombie, like, scarfing down popcorn. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would be, I would be just scarfing. Eating all the popcorn. You know I what? I would go to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah I kind of want to make a zombie film now where they, like, get in a Texas roadhouse, but they're stuck <laughs> in a kitchen and everybody gets out. You know what? They could take I, like a brain. It has like the consistency of popcorn. Oh no, you're not the consistent. But it kind of looks like it on the outside. They just chop it up, you know, and then right? put some butter on it. Wait, uh, the they popcorn, eat the brain. The, are you the talking brain. about popcorn? Bra- okay, I thought you meant as like a distraction me- measure. And I'm like, Kelly, what's, is everything <laughs> <Yeah>. okay? <laughs> um, yeah, don't have to listen to my ideas, but they're there. It's it's brain food, everybody. It's okay. <laughs> it's oh, brain okay. food. Oh man. I will say that if you uh, enjoy this film and realize that foreign films are watchable, you just gotta you just gotta be patient and hang mm-hmm. in there. Go watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's my favorite foreign film. Oh, I've never okay. seen that yeah. one. I've heard about it. That, Definitely watch that. Is that a Bruce one. Lee film? Uh, I, no. No. Um, which one am I um, thinking? Um, 
You they're gonna enter the dragon. Yeah, I think that's what you're thinking of. I'm gonna look it up. There are a few foreign films yeah, I'm hoping to get around to, and some of them on this podcast. Cra- Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was made like 1999, I think. Like oh, late 90s. There was a Jimmy Neutron episode that parried it. It was called, uh, I think it was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had, to save, he had to save Libby with uh, Kung Fu. Yeah, I mean, it's a great Kung Fu movie. Great Kung Fu movie. Everybody wants Kung Fu fighting. Wow. All right. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Kelly. We got copyrighted. Oh, man. <laughs> you oh, sounded no. too much like the original. <laughs> oh, I did too well. That's what I get for playing rock band. <laughs> oh. And for those who also want more fast zombie-related media... Check out Left 4 Dead and Killing Floor 2. Uh, video yeah. games. Yes, if y'all yes, don't, video. if y'all aren't familiar. My or bad. Dying Light. I haven't played Dying Light. These poor uh, people are before. gonna go on Netflix and look up these things and they're like, <laughs> "What's that?" Ah. <laughs> Why like, can't I find that? Corey, like, you need to you need to play Dying Light. That's probably the best zombie game I've ever played. Uh, I know. I also Half Life Two. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um. Thank you all for listening. Yes, I'm just adding our um, wonderful, wonderful annotation. And (laughs) (laughs) um, thank you for listening to Short Sided Cinema. And we'll see y'all later. Oh, not see you, but we'll not see you, but listen to us talk into your ears. You'll hear us later. later. Yes. yes. Invite us into your home or your car or your earbuds or your neighbor's Google Home. You know, whatever. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Y'all Give have... us uh, movie recommendations. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Y'all have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye. Bye.